you may have realized that being healthy feels different than it did in the past now that you're over 50. If you want to maximize your health potential but don't have time to read through overwhelming pages of Google links, this is the show for you. Welcome to Healthy Tips After 50. We love doing the research, finding solutions, talking to health experts, and learning what works and what doesn't. Now, your host. She spent the last 25 years dedicated to feeling her best and is here to share her best findings with you, Susan Rosen. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Susan Rosen. And today's podcast is really about the relationship between arthritis and exercise and food. Um, And the exercise side is specifically kind of about how exercise and mindset can help us all to deal with the day-to-day issues of arthritis and or trying to not get it in the first. Same has to do with the diet. Arthritis, as many of us know from personal experience, can make your muscles and joints hurt in so many different ways. And it really affects our ability to be self-sufficient with a livable level of pain. And that's why so many people take ibuprofen and aspirin and those sorts of things to help them to live with that pain. When you first get out of bed and you start moving around, you kind of warm up your muscles, which then helps to relieve that initial joint pain when you first get out of bed. And then we can start our day. Some mornings that warming up takes a little longer than others. And that's when you know that you're really starting to starting to have an issue around arthritis. Most of us also know that exercising consistently will not cure arthritis, but it will certainly keep it at bay and it will certainly help it as well. Regular exercise helps all of your joints maintain flexibility, mobility, and strength, and not just those where you're affected by arthritis. With physical activity, you can ward off some of the effects of arthritis, and it can also hopefully slow the progression of the disease. Exercise is key to staying ahead of osteoarthritis. can't talk. Exercise is key to staying ahead of osteoarthritis and rheumatoid arthritis because your muscles are an important part of staying mobile as well as dealing with any painful episodes you may have. The Mayo Clinic says that a continuing exercise program can help you to strengthen the muscles around your joints, help you maintain bone strength, give you more energy to get through the day, make it easier to get a good night's sleep, help you control your weight, enhance your quality of life, and improve your balance. Be sure that you talk to your doctor and or physical therapist about the best exercises for your particular situation and how to do them correctly. There are different kinds of exercise and they not only help different aspects of your health, they also work together to make the whole be more valuable than any one kind by itself. So first off, there are a range of motion exercises, and these are good to keep or increase your ability to move the joints through their full range of motion. If you don't do these, the body, or if you don't use those joints and muscles for other things, will start freezing up the joint, and you'll find that you have less range of movement and some pain as well. This can happen in shoulders, knees, hips, or the neck, for example. And it takes a lot more effort 
to get the range back than it does to maintain what you already have. Strengthening exercises do just what they say. They help you to build and keep strong muscles, which can then support your joints. Weight training with machines or hand weights are only two ways to increase your muscle strength. There are also exercises that build strength by using your body weight itself, such as push-ups or pull-ups, or using gravity like stairs or stepping machines. There's a group of exercises called body awareness exercises, which help you to gain strength and awareness of where your body is when it's in motion. They help you to improve your posture, coordination, balance, and mindfulness. Tai Chi and yoga are the best examples of this kind of exercise. Tai Chi and yoga also incorporate some of the strength type of, type of exercises, as well as range of motion. They truly bring it all together in one package, not to mention the fact that they're fun and they're easy to do in a group setting or watching a DVD or something like that. Lastly, there's aerobic exercise, which is very important in keeping the blood circulating to your muscles, which aids in strength. Aerobic exercises also strengthen your heart, your lungs, your blood vessels, any anything else like that. It makes it stronger and that will help you. You will probably be advised to walk, swim, ride a bicycle, or even perhaps use an elliptical machine by your doctor to get your heart rate up, which pumps the blood through your blood vessels and to through your lungs, your heart, so on and so forth. Doing all of these different kinds of exercises can create a good base on which to more easily deal with the aches and pains that come with arthritis. And as I said earlier, be sure to talk with your doctor or your physical therapist to create and maintain an exercise program specific for you and your needs. Be sure to also ask how often you should do each type of exercise. After you finish your exercises, don't forget to put some ice on any areas that where you're feeling pain, because if you don't, they can become problem areas. UCLA's Healthy News, Healthy Years newsletter had a really good article about how helpful yoga can be for people with any kind of arthritis because it, quote, offers a trifecta of useful techniques, breathing, mindfulness, and proper alignment. Personally, I'd like to add Tai Chi to that as well and it's, as it's very similar in its mindfulness, alignment, and keen body awareness. Breathing is really important to relax your body and your mind and maintain your balance while you're executing all of these different movements and positions in yoga or Tai Chi. Both kinds of classes usually begin and end with a breathing exercise where you center your mind, keep your attention on your body, reduce anxiety, and relax, especially at the end of the class. Mindfulness is used to help you learn the correct alignment for each pose and how your body feels in each position. And all of that comes together in flow sequences made up of what they call linked positions. And as with all other kinds of exercise, don't push your body to the point of feeling pain. Back off before you hit that point, because that point when you're feeling pain means that you really have hit your limit. There was a study published in Restorative Neurology and Neuroscience showing that eight weeks of intensive yoga practice, quote, significantly decreased the severity of physical 
and psychological symptoms in patients with active rheumatoid arthritis. It was designed to analyze the effects of practicing two hours of yoga, five days a week for eight weeks. The 72 arthritis patients were divided into two groups, one doing the yoga practice and the other as the control. And the yoga group had marked improvements in certain inflammatory biomarkers and also in their functional status. And the researchers found that, quote, these outcomes demonstrate yoga's preventative and rehabilitative potential for achieving optimal health in people with rheumatoid arthritis. As we age, we all start having various joint and muscle issues. And if we overstress our joints through a lot of wear and tear over the years, then we will find that arthritis is a part of the conversation when we visit the doctor. If you want to keep up an exercise regime that supports your joints and enables you to avoid the usual age-related arthritis, then you might want to take up a Tai Chi or yoga practice now. Most of us are staying home because of the coronavirus, so joining an in-person group to learn Tai Chi or yoga isn't really an option, but there are other ways to learn by being a part of an online group. Check out any of the YouTube yoga classes or find one on a streaming platform. You can also buy an exercise CD or again, an online class that you pay for. You can also learn more about yoga if you listen to the interview that I did with Louise, who has her own online website yoga group and classes. She's in Ireland and knows a lot about yoga, has been teaching it for quite a long time, and she ha offers, especially right now, a free seven-day class that will get you started on doing yoga. I'll put a link in the show notes that will take you back to my interview with Louise and also to her website. There's one more aspect of arthritis support that we should talk about, and that's food and your diet. At the Arthritis Foundation website, they talk about how the best diet to follow for alleviating, or even, dare I say it, curing arthritis is the Mediterranean diet. Arthritis is an inflammation disease, and it's that inflammation that starts to wear away the cartilage in your joints, which then produces the pain and it becomes kind of a cycle there. So the Mediterranean diet is actually focused entirely on anti-inflammatory food. And at the Arthritis Foundation, they describe it as emphasizing, quote, locally grown fruits and vegetables, healthy fats like olive oil and nuts, whole grains and some fish, yogurt, and red wine, unquote. I would suggest that the whole grains not include wheat and brown rice as they are both relatively inflammatory foods. But everything else they talk about is very, very good for you. You may be surprised that they include a glass of red wine each day, but that is not a mistake. Red wine is full of polyphenols found in the grapes, especially resveratrol, that are very good for you and they reduce inflammation not just in your joints, but also in the rest of your body. The article cites a number of studies where patients went on the Mediterranean diet and had very impressive results. One study in 2015 that was published in their magazine, Arthritis, reported that patients had, quote, a significant reduction in pain just two weeks after switching to a plant-based diet, unquote. 
They also lost weight on it as well, which of course they all like. A 2016 study in clinical nutrition followed 4,000 patients for eight years where one group ate a, quote, typical American diet, unquote, and a second group at a, <coughs> excuse me, had more of a Mediterranean style food plan. At the end of the eight years, they found that those on the American diet were twice as likely to become frail. Frail is um, a measure that they were using to see who did better. And that had a lot to do with how well they could walk, how well they were doing um, overall in their life. And so the ones on the American diet were twice as likely to become frail compared to the Mediterranean diet group. One more study that I'll mention also looked at 4,000 patients and found that those whose diet most closely followed the Mediterranean diet were less likely to develop joint problems. So you can see that there is some very good research supporting the switch to a Mediterranean diet for helping people currently with arthritis or those who want to avoid developing it. And if you want to learn more about the Mediterranean diet, I also have an earlier podcast specifically about that, which goes into more depth about the diet itself and the studies associated with it, and also talks a lot about the inflammatory response and also the anti-inflammatory part of the Mediterranean diet, which like I said before, affects a lot more than just your joints. I'll put an link in the podcast notes that will link to that particular podcast. But for those of you who are listening to this on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, look for the podcast published around June 17th or 18th of 2019. And you can also look back in, I believe it was March, I think, when I did the podcast about the yoga. Let me know if you do yoga or Tai Chi, or if you follow the Mediterranean diet or have tried it. I love hearing comments. I love hearing feedback from all of you guys. And leave me a comment. You can leave it on my website or anywhere where you listen to the podcast. It's also out on YouTube. And as usual, I'm going to remind you that I am not a doctor. This podcast is not medical advice. And if you need medical advice, particularly around arthritis or joint problems, you should definitely go and call and or go see your own doctor and get their input on what you're doing. So that's it for me for today. And I will be talking to all of you next week. This has been Healthy Tips After 50 with Susan Rosen. To stay on the cutting edge of the most effective health strategies, subscribe to this podcast and let us know what you thought of the show with a comment or like on iTunes. Visit HealthyTipsAfter50.com for this episode's show notes, more resources, and free offers.